Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and welcome to another edition of Movement Radio. I am Chip Hazard. I am Talon Williams, and we are here, episode 300. We made it! Hell yeah! That being said, uh, our good friend Roger Sierra is going to be joining us a little bit later on in the segment, but right now we want to introduce you guys to a very good dear friend of ours for the second time, well, I guess the second time, it's alter ego, not really on this episode of An Evening Week, we are, we are being joined by Mr. Damon Smith. Damon, how you doing, brother? I'm doing awesome, babies. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Well, first of all, this is really my first time being here. Uh, Warren Sanders was here. Good close friend of mine. Yeah. Thought to eat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody like, well, at least he's trying to, he's trying to stay. Well, they, we, 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 that's, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's it's like Slim Shady, Eminem, and Marshall Mathers. You know which one you're gonna get. <laughs> this guy's more civil. Trust me, me. <laughs> much more civil. Civility, yeah. Calm, cool, my dear friend. Collected. There you go. Extremely chill. All right. Uh, all right. So, man, I'm I'm just gonna hit you straight out the gate. Uh, we'll get into some backstory first, but. You have a new business venture that you are starting called Cover to Sports. Am I correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, give me some background on what Cover to Sports is. Excuse me. Let me get a sip of water real quick. Stay hydrated, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, stay yes, hydrated. stay hydrated. First of all, man, Cover to Sports is my child, my baby. It is a. Cover to Sports is designed and basically geared toward football and lacrosse. I know it sounds odd, but it's, a, it's basically a nonprofit organization established to give various athletic opportunities from youth to adult in the sports of football and lacrosse. That's that's that. Let me get this across the legal zoom and let the IRS believe this and make sure this is what I'm going to stick with. <laughs> <laughs> this is the basic thing. But basically, Cover to Sports is it is centered around football and it's centered around lacrosse because I feel that these are the two sports that are really not represented well in the city based on this thought every rec center has a basketball court of seven every every rec center has some type of big field that they play baseball fan Warner Park has fields for days they built a softball facility out there by uh, out there in but past Udawa, or before you get to Udawa, there's softball facilities everywhere. There are all this stuff, and as big as football is getting, football is really not respected to me in this area. It's respected from August until you hear the first basketball hit. And once that basketball hits the ground, football, now it's just, let's watch NFL, and let's wait for the Super Bowl. So what I want to do with Cover Sports, Cover 2 Sports, is give people around here that love the sport, because I'm in several flag football groups and all type of other groups in the area with coaches and stuff, to try to give them an opportunity to showcase and plus i have had these i got man i got ideas that i've been working on since senior year of college or stuff that i just thought would be pretty cool to do so after sitting there and writing all this stuff up and getting everything that i's dotted and t's crossed we are now sitting here with cover two sports inc centered around uh football uh development in football and in lacrosse uh, now Roger is this just <laughs> yes? Uh, now is, is is cover two just you? Do you have a partner? Is it a conglomerate of people or what? There we go. Initially, is mine. 
Okay. But I have. I am so sorry, man. I did not. Uh, we remember I was t- we was talking earlier before the show, and when I told you I realized it was ten twenty four. Yeah, man, I thought it was like eight twenty four. I hadn't ate all day, so I'm just eating something real quick. But um, <laughs> man, you do you. Um, but excuse me, what was the question again? Because you know my brain ain't good either. <laughs> uh cover two sports is it yeah. just you do you have a oh, partner is there a conglomerate of people what it's, what is it's it mainly around me but i have um uh, six to eight guys that i went to college with and then there's one of my uh, uh buddies i grew up with around the chattanooga area and it's with it's like have you ever been put in a situation where it's like, well, I'll just explain to you like this with cover two sports. I know the things that I'm good at when it comes to cover two sports. I know I'm really good at football as far as organizing, getting stuff set up and getting this, that and the other. Now, as far as making the phone calls and making sure all the money's where it's supposed to be, because I don't like to touch money and calling this person, that person. I'm really not good at that. So I've surrounded myself with people that are good at the things that I suck at. It's really <laughs> mine. But they are what we call, I guess we'll say they're silent partners in the situation. They're mainly like mentors and, you know what I'm saying? They just try to guide me in the right direction. But it's mainly just, it's just me. It's a cover two sports. Matter of fact, I tried this thing five or six years ago. Maybe it's longer than that with a friend of mine named Tony McGee. And um, we tried to put it together and we didn't go the non-for-profit route. We tried to go for a profit thing and we went a whole year and nothing really you know, happen from that. It's hard to ask for donations or try to build something when one, you don't have that much money because you're making minimum wage at your job. And then two, let's just be honest. There's not too many people going to uh, donate to a 30, two 30 something black men, 30 something year old black men in the Chattanooga area with no street cred or no street. I mean, no business credentials period. You know what I'm saying? So this was a 13 to 15 year process. Not going to lie to you. Okay. It's a 13 to 15 year process. And there was a lot of people along the way, but those people have respected me enough to say, no, dog, this is yours. So, so it's very easy for you to delegate and say, okay, I'm not good with like, I don't know, the nonprofit stuff. You take over that part or, you know, cause I'm, cause I'm, cause I'm going to assume that the football aspect of it is definitely 100% something that you are because obviously you played uh, quarterback in college um and uh you know it, do you do, why is it that you think that football doesn't get enough respect outside of just the august through uh february months like like why is it is it, is it because basketball is just more prominent in the city or how do you why do you why do you feel that is injuries injuries for you know, football is looked at as that's the one. You know, if you're going to get hurt and never be able to do something again, it's going to happen in football. You know, you get your ACL, MCL, and all that exploded, and, you know, now you're limping for the rest of your life. You get your neck broke, concussions, you know, all this stuff, CT, you know, CTE and all that stuff. I think that with that, it's just that's just how people look at it. It's looked at as, ooh, football is a bad thing to do year-round, or, ooh, it's a a sport that you shouldn't really get into to a particular age. And and I and I agree with people to a point with that, but I just think that it's the injury process of it and then I mean, you think about this, man, you can go get a basketball at Walmart for like $11, shorts for $5, t-shirt for $2, and you don't spend less than $20 and you could be a basketball player. A helmet alone costs $425. <laughs> <laughs> 
a good helmet. Yeah, a good helmet. And if that's your baby and that's the, what you're trying to take care of is, is is her brain, his or her brain, because the little girls are playing too. Yep. Mm-hmm. You got to drop off 400 and something dollars. And then the shoulder pads cost a hundred and something dollars. Then you got to get these girdles with these pads and then all this other stuff. Then you got to put, you know, so it's, it's from injuries to how much the cost of it is ridiculous. So, you know, right. Uh, I, do you have any, um, any process in, in place to, uh, help these, these people, uh, I assume you're gonna this this league is gonna be for uh, younger kids, is that right? Or or you know, what? There's a well. Let me try to give you a look uh, idea of where I'm trying to go as far as the, the things that we have planned as far as with um, cover two sports, so we can kind of get a good gauge of everything. Yes. Um, we have like we have planned with seven on seven, you know, with youth, middle, and high school tournaments or leagues. And, you know, and that'll be catering to, you know, like I said, our kids from from nine up until you get to high school. Um, okay. With that, we just because we see now 707 football is kind of taking off like AAU basketball. So you're not necessarily I'm not looking at it to jump on it as far as ooh everybody's doing it. I want to do it, too. I'm looking to jump on it from the aspect of it can get more. I hate to use this word, but it's the thing now exposure for the area because of the fact that we can get tournaments coming here and we can get, you know, certain guys and certain colleges and stuff to come in here. So we want to kind of do something with 707 with the youth uh, middle and high school. We want to do something with a uh, youth football as far as hosting preseason and postseason tournaments. We want to do the same thing with like semi-pro football. Um, if it gets to the point where this will lead to, the ultimate thing is this place I've come up with called Pigskin Paradise. And hear me out. This is for your football junkies. I think this is the greatest idea in the world, but I'm pretty sure it's already somewhere. So, Dude, the I'm name not... itself is already legendary. Yes, it's, it's called Pigskin Paradise. So this is what I thought about. Now, imagine us when we grew up playing sports and you see that you know that that school in Knoxville has checkerboards in the end, in, in the end zone, in the end zone or whatever, and that school down there in Athens, you know they got the hedges around, and then that great school down in Gainesville where the University of Florida is, you know what I'm saying they got the chomp and they got the different way the stadiums are set up, and I was sitting up there wondering like why they have all these basketball facilities with ten and twelve courts, why can't you have a four to five football? F- a facility for football fields it's just five of them you have one main stadium and you have four surrounding stadiums they can all be 100 yards 100 by you know what is 120 by 53 and a third or however you want to do it but it's nothing like you're trying to put major bleachers or anything around that but what it is is you're taking you're going to basically say okay this stadium is going to be a small as a miniature version of the university of georgia so i'm going to go out to um Lowe's and all these other places and see if they'd be willing to donate little hedges and we put the hedges around the around the field now you don't have a full-size bleachers or whatever you just have the regular bleachers that you will have at any little small youth football stadium or something like that but you give them that that look of the hedges and then the home side bleachers kind of appear as if it's a miniature version of the university of georgia you know what i'm saying so now okay. you have the university of georgia stadium you have florida stadium that kind of looks like whatever then you got that school in knoxville stadium where they have the checkerboards in the end zone and then you go and this stadium on the far end here looks like clemson it's not the big hill but it's a small little hill 
it's a hill enough to where you can run down the hill and run onto the field. And what we want to do is kind of basically give them replicas of college stadiums that they can actually play in as five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, and twelve. You know what I'm saying? You're playing your youth football game. You say, man, I played my national championship game on the University of Georgia field. Well, it wasn't really University of Georgia, but it had the G in the middle. It had Georgia Bulldogs in the end zone. It had hedges all around, but it wasn't necessarily the same thing. You just want to take little pieces from different stadiums and just try to bring it to the kids or bring it to the area. And then with each stadium, you kind of have a history. Who was the best player of that of that um you know, of that school. And then you try to get a jersey and have a little area. You know what I'm saying? Just something I think that would be completely different for the area to where it's like you have all these youth football leagues in this area. Instead of y'all going around, going from each middle school to each high school, and these parents have to drive all over everywhere, why can't you all just play at this one facility? That makes Everybody, sense. You know, that does make a lot of sense, yeah. Everybody plays at one place. And now it's like, well, okay, if you, you know, and just different ways you can work stuff out. And in the main stadium, let's say there's one state, I got these guys drawn out. I'll let y'all see it one day for real. But it's like, um, there's one main stadium and that is my salute to historically black colleges and universities. Cause I attended and graduated from one land college in Jackson, Tennessee. And that is the main stadium. And that stadium to me is like, you know, the center of it, of everything as far as me and will, and what we would want to do, like I was explaining with the other jersey, I mean, the other, excuse me, the other stadiums is we would like to get really from each stadium, one jersey from each school and whoever they consider to be their best player. And just kind of like a history, like this is their best player. Let's say we we pick Spirit Chuckers State, excuse me, uh, Florida State. I call them Spirit Chuckers. I'm a Gator fan. Um, we pick Florida State, and we're going to say that their greatest player is Charlie Ward, and I will always believe that. And it'll be like Charlie Ward's jersey, and we'll have like a little thing about Charlie Ward, and then right next to it will be the little history and bio of Florida State. And if we're able, due to a lot of donations and hustling and however it work, you have, you know what I'm saying, you walk by the stadium and you hear the little chant, that little crap that they do at that school, the little war chant or whatever. It, you just, I just want to give a a vibe it, to me it's just a vibe and i just think chattanooga deserves that type of thing to where we can start getting things here and why do our kids always have to f- travel all the way to florida for football tournaments or why is chattanooga always overlooked it's like we're the we're just the go-through city to go to nashville to do stuff to go to knoxville to do stuff to go to birmingham to do the stuff to go to atlanta you know what i'm saying i just think this will be a venue that probably won't happen for literally another 10 years because i've it's, it's a process but it's just something that I just think would be good for the city. And that's basically what Cover 2 Sports is centered all around. I just think it's something that would be good for the city. Okay. Uh, how many teams do you have planned currently for uh, the first season of Cover 2 Sports? All right. I have a uh, eight-man semi-pro football team. They'll be playing in the fall. Okay. And then going into 2023, we're going to have our tryouts for our um, JV and varsity middle school 707 travel team. And that'll be going into 2023. And right now, those are the first two. Those are the only two things that I'm just focused on because I didn't want to be, ooh, just because I got this business. I'm going to start throwing all this stuff out here. Excuse me. It's just more of I want to take my time and make sure everything goes you know goes accordingly and just try to see how everything's going to work 
you know, and work his way through because the the, the Chattanooga Dragons, which is uh, part of the Adult Developmental Arena Football League, they'll be playing in the fall. Then we'll have the okay. 707 going into 2023. And then right now we are have we already have four NAIA schools from Tennessee and Southern Virginia willing to come. <clears throat> We're trying to put an NAIA football combine, which is NAIA is <clears throat> basically the um, it's a little, it's a lower level of NCAA, but it still produces quality football players and it gives your kids uh, a chance for you know a college education. But what we really want to do is get more Chattanooga kids notarized because a lot of these kids feel that the only way they can go to college is D1 and they feel if they don't get an offer from a D1 school it's really not going to mean anything one I need these kids to understand you need to get your grades up yes <laughs> as soon as y'all do that then y'all have to worry about the D1 offers but I feel if they can get out there because I know I've been to a couple of these when I was working down at Elwood Waters in 2018 you can offer NAI you can offer and sign a kid in his face right there on the spot if he has if he can show you proof his gpa is this and he's filled out this and filled out that and you've seen him do a private workout and he does his thing you can sign that kid right there on the spot and i'm just thinking we got enough kids in this city to where maybe they need to understand that the naia is the way they need to go and if they want to get into that god forsaken transfer portal they can <clears throat> but the naia is a way to go it's, it's, it's usually in one of those small small outskirt cities where you can just kind of find out you'll be growing up in college and I don't think these kids think about that that they'll be growing up and they need to find a place where they can actually grow okay so essentially you want to give them a place to where they can kind of hone their skills outside of yeah. high school uh, yes. so they can be more prepared for that college level uh, yes. and, and then you know hopefully to transfer into the professional level from there right All excuse right. me i'm sorry again but yes that was it that was exactly it man and then this is a lot of things that i don't know y'all probably know you have kids that'll leave the city and be all Amer i'll be like all city all metro or whatever they'll leave the city and then they'll be back in a semester because nobody told them how like these coaches don't really you know what I'm saying, boss? In NAIA, you had a semester. You know how in NCAA, you have a full year for your scholarship. Right. In NAIA, you only have, it's from semester to semester at the coach's discretion. So, Chip, you could be out there and rush for a thousand yards. Um, You know what I'm saying? You done caught a couple of passes. You done did all this, all that. And the coach was like, you know, I just don't like your attitude. I'm pulling your scholarship. And you're done. That's it's like job, you know what I'm saying? it's like those jobs you know you had those at will jobs where they can fire yep. you at will the yep NAI is at will they can take your scholarship from you at will no no we ain't got to argue or debate if the coach sits there and say you know what it ain't working out I need to I, I found me a new running back I'm taking your money that's bogus yeah well it's the American way oh oh yeah. <laughs> wow wow this is a very happy and joyful speech with smith this time <laughs> this interview happy 300th episode everybody yay <laughs> uh the fuck was that all right never mind <clears throat> i don't know so all right you you've got the Chattanooga Dragons, and you got the the uh, which is going to be semi pro, right? That'd be semi pro. 
Okay, and then you got this other seven on seven team. Seven on seven, yeah. This will be just middle school kids, and they'll be the Golden Tigers. The Golden Tigers, okay. Yes. Uh, that, that I was going to ask, um, what what is the, the influence behind, uh, first, the Chattanooga Dragons? Like, where did that come from? Ah, yes. Dragons came from Lane College. That is the um, the nickname of the college in which I graduated from, the Lane College Dragons. Um, basically, every team that will be a part of Cover Two Sports, their their mascot or nickname will be tied into a HBCU. Okay, so uh, the Dragons will be tied into Lane, and the Golden Tigers they'll be that'll be from Tuskegee University. Okay, yeah. So I, that's what I, 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 my next question was: Golden Tigers is that a, a Howard High School reference or yeah. something else? I'm glad um, you brought that up because this is weird, Chip. Check this out. Okay, Tuskegee and Howard have no ties whatsoever, but their colors are exactly the same. Yes, one of them is the Golden Tigers; the other one is the Hustling Tigers. Mm-hmm. They both stress the maroon, the cardinal part of their uniform more than they do the gold part of their uniform. They both have historical um, historical significance to them. Of course, the, the, the Tuskegee Airmen down in uh, Tuskegee, Alabama, but Howard being the first black you know high school in the city. But they have no ties to each other whatsoever. I mean, you that's, can, it, it, that's to insane me, to think about. Like for real, it's like these Tuskegee Golden Tigers, the Howard Hustling Tigers. The color schemes are exactly the same. Um, like I said, the historical references and all this stuff lines up like Chip, even with the football uniforms. Tuskegee does not wear gold, but every four or five years. Howard is set to wear gold uniforms this year for the first time in five years. Hmm. I'm just saying, dog, it's just a weird deal. That's just weird to me. But Howard is is actually tied into Howard University in Washington, D.C., okay I, I find that really weird but uh, yeah. okay um, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and for people that don't know uh, Reggie White actually went to Howard High School yes uh, they actually they had a, a Reggie White they had Tredale Sands who mm-hmm. to me was one of the if that ain't one of the best coming of age stories the guy never technically played college football but got picked up by the Raiders and played in the league for nine years. Yep. Because he went to Tennessee. Something didn't go right there. Then he transferred, I think, to a JUCO, and it didn't really work out there. Then he went to UTC, and I think he played maybe one game, if he did that. And then, bam, he ends up with the Raiders. Hmm. Uh, do, do they still, at, over there at Howard, do they still have Reggie's uh, jersey hanging on the wall? His autographed yes, jersey? Yes, sir. They got, uh, yep, they got his jersey on the wall. They got a picture of him on the wall. They also have him a picture when they um, opened up the weight room for the first time. Okay. And he came and worked out with the kids. He was uh, he was there. Yeah. Uh, I remember seeing that when I went to, to Howard. It was all there. So, you know, it, it was one of those things like, Oh man, that that dude went to this school where I'm going. Like you, you're almost starstruck, you know, when you walk in 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 uh, ninth grade and and you see like this super famous football player hanging on the wall. And you're like, hold on, 
Like, <laughs> you know? Right. You know what I'm saying? And we grew up around that same time. So I would have been the same way. Like, you know, remember, he used to come back to Reggie White mm-hmm. and, Friends, and Friends football camp. Being honest right now, I'm telling you, dog, at least half the kids in that school have no idea who he is. That's sad. That's it very is. sad. No idea. All right. So anyway, uh, back to to cover two sports. Um, you, you say that the uh, the eight on eight semi pro team is going to start in this this fall. Yes, sir. It'll be uh, starting this fall. Uh, now, this is the thing about this league. It says indoor, but it's one of those situations where they understand that it's semi pro football, and a mm-hmm. lot of those guys don't have money to sit up there and pay for an indoor facility. So basically, all you need is outdoor space that's about 70 yards long and 30 yards wide and insured. You know what I'm saying? It's just like semi-pro anywhere else. But a lot of these, but the a lot of the teams in the league are are semi-pro teams, so they already have legit fields and all this other stuff. So it would like it's not like we're gonna be playing in the parking lot next to a church or nothing like that. Okay. It, okay. Yeah, it's a legit league right now. We're up to 16 teams. From as far north as Southern Virginia and as far south as Birmingham. So it kind of runs that Knoxville Chattanooga thing. Okay. Uh and okay. and where are I guess what what is where is the home field of the Chattanooga Dragons? Where is that gonna be located? Have you uh figured that out yet or or anything? No, we have um, a couple of destinations we can choose from just through my years of working parks and recreation and stuff so i have a couple of spots but see this is the thing i didn't want to do until everything was finalized and i was told hey your eyes have been dotted your t's have been crossed cover two sports is officially uh an organization i didn't want to go and say hey i want to rent this facility for such and such weeks to play some games right you know because i wanted to make sure i had everything in order to where it was um you know, we have the non-for-profit in the insurance would cover all the guys. And then we have everything set in stone. So right now we have up to three spots. It'll probably be, there's one out toward Tyner. There's one in the East Chattanooga area. Well, there's two spots in East Chattanooga, but there's one at the Avondale area. Okay. Just, I know right where that's at. Yes. They just rebuilt um, their rec center. Mm-hmm. So they kind of readjusted where their baseball field was. And now there's a nice little area out there. And there might be a... Something I think that'd be something that'd be cool to bring to the area, especially over there, because that could be like I mean, it's basically the games ain't gonna last but like an hour and fifteen hour and twenty minutes. You can come over there, put your chair up, sit okay. down, chill, charging anybody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's semi pro. These guys are not getting paid. They're just trying to get a better experience for whatever other leagues they're playing in, or if they want to take it to the next level and try arena football. I'm not promising them that. I'm not even saying I can give you an opportunity. All I can tell you is I'll, your games will be recorded. And you can distribute your information out to whoever you need to get it to. Okay. Okay. That's I, I like that. Uh oh, and I need two announcers. Just saying. Oh, okay. Because we'll be very cool. Because we'll be streaming our games uh live on YouTube. If not live, it'll be, you know, of course, after everything's over and we make sure everything's straight or whatever. Right. But yeah. So it'll uh, be very nice to have movement radio. We'll talk about that off air. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. There, there, there yeah. might be a nominal fee of some sort. Uh, Completely understand. Completely <laughs> understand. 
you, you know, you know, we big time now with 300 yeah. episodes. Exactly. 300 yeah. episodes. Yeah. Hey, and, and that's yeah. great. You got key. hot dogs and handshakes, brother. Hot dogs and handshakes. I wouldn't dare do you like that. <laughs> Thank you, brother. You a honey bun and a handshake. <laughs> that's more with my the, style anyway. Put there the, you go. I used to be in. Can I have a chocolate milkshake instead? Man, I'll get you two. I want grip snow cone. <laughs> uh, all right. Oh, uh, and and you, you said you said earlier that uh, pigskin paradise um, is is that something like what they have over at Warner Park for the baseball? Or something like they have out on Bonnie Oaks for the uh, soccer, where there's that's exactly you know. it's it's basically a combination of both. That's okay. where I really got the idea from. I was like, yeah, that's it. Why can't football have a facility where you just go and you got this field here, that field there? There's a main field that you know is usually locked up. You have this mm-hmm. other little field. You know what I'm saying? Just an area where because to host flag football. Uh, men and women's co-ed tournaments um and there's a lot of things going on with with football now but my there's another thing we'll get to it a little later there's two of them really but um there's just a lot of stuff man there's a lot of stuff you can do with football and i just keep thinking that it'll take care of itself over time as far as paying for it and keeping it up keeping all this other stuff because there's other routes as far as grants and things of that nature try to get you know the nfl to build fields for you and they'll keep it maintained you know what i'm saying so we're going the route, but that's just initially right now. That's everything right now. So, question. Is it the league itself, the Adult Developmental Arena Football League, is it specifically for people who have been to college or can anyone who believes that they can compete on a team or compete for a squad, maybe someone who played, you know, high school and you know played a little bit of football in high school and maybe they still in somewhat good physical condition that they want to come and try out yeah. um you know yeah man i am i'm not turning anybody away in my opinion this is for me because like i said the league is a league that the only rule is you have to be 18 years or older that's the only rule so my thing is like if you're over 18 and you only and you think you can physically come out there and handle the business then i have no problem letting guys come on out there and play but yeah the, the the league has no the only rule is you have to be over 18 you have to be 18 years or older so if you feel that you can go out there and take a chance letting these little young boys run into you like that then go ahead <laughs> just know our, my insurance is secondary it's not the initial insurance then there you go <laughs> that is good I, I, I'm not letting nobody hit me I'll, I'll come watch <laughs> I, I'll come announce I'll announce yes Hey, these young kids is not hitting me. They on some other stuff than what right. I was when I was growing up. Yes. They don't just do, they do push-ups now and they body swell up. I do push-ups and they just don't move. Like, yeah, them kids, these kids, they, like, Chip, a freshman squatted 375 the other day. And that wasn't even his I don't max. even know what 375 looks like. I only seen it on a woman once. But anyway, man. <laughs> Oh Bruh. man. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um okay, so so we've talked about the 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 football portion of cover two sports. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about the lacrosse portion. 
Yes, yes. How, how, how is that going to play into this? Well, those fields that would be with the whole pigskin paradise, whatever, you know, that when we get to that point, that'll also be a, a host thing for lacrosse or whatever. But the same things that we're doing for football, as far as like the, the showcase combine type deal and the tournaments, mm-hmm. are the same things we want to do for lacrosse. Uh, we want to do more camps with lacrosse and more introduction of lacrosse because really lacrosse isn't really that strong of a sport as far as Chattanooga now. At one point in time, because my daughter played on the team, CGLA, the Chattanooga Girls Leadership Academy, they had the first black um, girls lacrosse team in the city. And they were a middle school team. They played for at least three to four years. And if I'm correct, they only lost like seven games in three years. And they were going to play your teams, big teams in Knoxville. They was smacking Baylor and beating Notre Dame and beating Boy Buchanan around the area, but they really wasn't getting the pub for it. Okay. And and you know, what I'm saying and I noticed and I was watching, I was like, these girls can really play. And I'm like, do any of these girls even like? I know my daughter knew nothing about lacrosse until that guy introduced it to him, and that was my initial thing: is we can help kids in this area with a completely different sport that is outside of the norm of being your basketball or baseball or football it could be lacrosse because technically lacrosse with women is just girls basketball with sticks and lacrosse with boys is basically football and basketball combined and it's just you know just you, you take it from a thing where you hold a couple of little individual lacrosse girl camps and just try to see where it goes from there and if it if it gets traction you take off with it but if it doesn't, then, you know, you try to, I never want to stop anything. You know what I'm saying? So if, if the lacrosse camp doesn't work the first time, then how are we going to readjust it and tweak it to where we can get more people involved and try it again? But lacrosse is, to me, is going to be, I want it to be that other sport that kids look to as an opportunity to try something different. Uh, have you thought about rugby? Yes, and the the kickback I got from rugby was when we talked earlier about why too many why people aren't too engaged with football okay. like that because they feel that it's one thing to be playing football and equipment, but they look at rugby and was like they don't have any equipment on whatsoever. I was like, well, you know, they had those protective helmets, and I said rugby ain't as as. It's, it's, it's full contact just like football, but if you they teach you the proper way to tackle, it's not as, you know what I'm saying, dangerous as you think. You just think because they have no equipment and they fully, and they're contacting each other, it's, it's bad, bad. Those, if you watch rugby, to me, they are the, some of the best tacklers, form tacklers, that I've seen in a lot of, in, 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 in tackle football. Right. And that's, and so it goes back, like I was saying, what the original thing was, that is the main issue <clears throat> with the, the whole thing is, is the the rugby with the the lack of I guess equipment is the thing okay because I knew we had or had or have uh, a, a men's and women's uh, rugby team here in Chattanooga uh, but it's... yeah you have a you have a division two and division three team in Chattanooga okay uh, but I, I feel it's the same thing that you were saying earlier, uh, Damon, that it just doesn't get enough publication, uh, not enough press or anything, kind of like the, the football and lacrosse. Right. And and honestly, I, Roger, have you seen 
dude, that's one of the best fields. The team, the Chattanooga team down here, the way they had they field, that's one of the best fields in the city. Yeah, I know. I've, I love that field. I've been there a few times, and they've helped us out up here with a few yeah. of their players. Yes, sir, man. It's off of 23rd Street. It's, it's just, you can see it from the highway sometime. Yep. Whatever. Montague, it's, Montague Park. Yeah, Montague yep. Park. Nice. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's on 23rd Street, a well-known street in the city, and people still don't know what's there. They just be like, why those goalposts that long? And those guys mm-hmm. finished uh, third third in the district this year, or the region this year. Um, pretty well, like a 25-29, so it was a grind-out game. It's really good, too. And their women's are, like, nationally ranked, too, so. Yeah, that, that team is, that team is like, literally on the cusp of like their division two is a legit semi-pro team like those guys are dedicated and they're some of the coolest people ever are we talking about the chattanooga rugby team yeah nuga rugby yeah Nuga rugby yeah i'm on their i'm on their web page right now no those guys are those are some of some of the coolest guys i've ever met like they really legit come out up here and help us out when we need it like teach us get us better we scrimmage with them when we can um we played our division three because we're division three and their division three guys are still pretty stout you like really good people like and like you were saying about the form tackling like rugby does not allow tackles above the nipple line and it doesn't allow below the knee line so you only have that one area really of hitting so you have to learn how to tackle right and that's man yes and that's why i was saying like I really wish people would pay more attention to lacrosse. I mean, excuse me, not lacrosse. I uh, was reading some uh, rugby. Because if you see that and really pay it, that is more safer than tackle football. Well, um, thankfully, in 2021, or 2023 and 2025, we'll have the men's and women's uh, World Cup in the United States. So hopefully that brings better attention to yeah, it. I, um, what is that? Because I noticed I really got turned on to it. I don't know what I was doing. The se- I was watching, but whatever Segway, it was, the sevens. I was watching the sevens. Yeah, um, Las Vegas holds uh, the yearly like seven national tournament, nations tournament, not national. Um, it's like U.S., Fiji, Samoa. That's one. Yeah, was, like the pace of the game, it was fast. It was a lot of scoring. You know what I'm saying? And it was just like you get intrigued. It, it, I liked it. I liked yeah. It. Um, no, it, sevens. Sevens. If you want to learn. If you are interested in rugby, but you don't want to learn like the full game, sevens is probably better because it is fast paced. It's like twenty minutes total. Um, it's just like you said about the scoring. It's a uh, it's like not half the field, but it's a little bit bigger than half the field. And like these guys are just sprinting and hitting as hard as they can. Like it's full motion. There's no rest and stuff. Fifteens, yeah. uh, the actual one. There's a lot more technicality because you have more positions and you have more. Uh, different styles and everything like that but it's very interesting to watch it it does seem kind of weird to like watch it but once you learn the basics like you gotta you can't pass forward you have to pass back everything's a backward lateral but you can kick forward um so kicks are it's just like soccer you, you can kick and run for it um you're on sides tackling once like there's no like when you get tackled there's no stop and play it's like when you yeah. get tackled, that's the line of scrimmage right there. That body is the line of scrimmage, and you got to fight for possession. Yeah. And that is the reason why the parents around here are like, no to rugby. No, but that's the <laughs> no, thing. Like, I think that, that is big hesitation, though. People, like like you said, like they see no equipment except for like the scrum catch with caps, which are like a, they're like a soft poly protection for the ears and the head from guys grinding each other. Because when you tackle, you got to grind each other's head 
pretty much because you're going in full force right. uh cheek to cheek and you know you don't want to lose an ear um some of the big guys tape their ears down so it's just pretty much just a way to protect your ears from getting cauliflowered and it does add some cushion so i mean you don't want to get a concussion like any other sport yeah you, nobody wants to be mick nobody yeah. wants to be mick. <laughs> <laughs> did not bring that up sorry i'm sorry uh, uh are the, the the helmets that the rugby players use are they similar to what uh like the the leather helmets that they used to wear in pro football or it's made better out of a different okay it's, it's a different material it's, it's more it's got more cushioning and nowadays they're getting like the technology so much to where like a lot of the pro teams are like they have a device in those caps that like measure impact and distance travel and everything so they can make like better substitutions to protect their players too so they're like you're trying to get into that kind of advancement um they uh, rugby also has like um they're not like they're like sort of like quarterback pads where they're like they're uh, thinner padding and like they're made of the same material for the caps um and they've got trackers in that too so you like they can measure like impact on a chest and just obviously heart rate and everything like that so they're getting like, down to the science for better protection than even what pro football has right now and basketball and everything like that. Like they're monitoring their people at all times just to make sure nothing's like off rhythm or like no actual like damage or stuff. Well, mate, well, I'll tell you this much. If it gets a little more advanced in the next three to four years, we're going to slide rugby right in there. I think it's, it's, I think it's like a really great thing. Like my, my biggest issue that I see now still to this day it's like it's not big in inner cities like there's not a lot of people like me or black people in general or people of color that play it it still is a predominantly white because of the misconception obviously inner city like you said it's easy to get a basketball for like five bucks shorts for 20 bucks you know what i'm saying and everybody thinks like football is the pathway to go to for inner cities but rugby's there, there's major league rugby in the United States. You can make good money. You can play internationally. You can travel the world. Like we get, like if if you are able to be seen internationally, you're set for life. Like they pay big bucks overseas, Australia, New Zealand, England, Ireland, all those the UK, like all them all those club people, they make bank. Yeah, I, yeah, I, that's why. That's the one thing I don't think people really understand here is. I know this is your this is our country, but across the water, they appreciate a lot of stuff that we don't appreciate here. Yeah, and, and I mean rugby's cheap. You need a mouthpiece and a cup. <laughs> yeah, so you need like cleats. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like a plan. Sorry, we went rugby on y'all. No, you're good. But okay. if you do start that up, I know the Chattanooga rugby would definitely help you guys get all the help you need for that and like ways to get that going too because they they love promoting rugby there cool I appreciate it we'll definitely get on that they have people from like South Africa playing for their team like they're legit I was watching I was watching YouTube clips uh, while you guys were discussing this is big old dude like he's like 6 foot 12 or something just running with the bomb like what the fuck you can't do nothing with that boss he's leaving ain't no look Ain't no weight rule like in little league football. Like, like it took like six people to tackle him, and then as soon as he got tackled, like the guy behind him just grabbed the ball and threw it back. Yep. And it's like, oh, okay. It's fast paced. Like, there's really no stoppage except for like major injuries or blood. Right. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm still very, very new 
to a lot of the stuff. Um, like I'm still new to rugby. I'm still new to F1 uh, and a couple of other different uh, sports, uh, you know, so I'm learning eventually I'm getting cultured. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's not really like you're, you weren't cultured to begin with. It's just not something that's big here in the States. I mean, F1 only got big because uh, the people that owned the Braves, that company bought F1. So they are yeah. bringing it to the States more and rugby's, right. Rugby's always been big international, but U.S. is now starting to get more, um, more interest in it. And like I said, they host the summer sevens because we have a really great sevens team. Our fifteen team is is getting up there because I mean rugby's not hasn't always been huge, so it's just like starting to pick people up. I mean Atlanta finally got a team, and they hold like tryouts for like anybody. Like they got dudes that are like forty years old playing on their professional team. Yeah, I mean, these are guys that have probably played for like 20 or so years, but never like at a high level. And now they're getting out there. Yeah. And I'm like, man, like they're letting people pretty much above the age of 18 try out and get out there because they want rugby to be more known, be out there more. Yeah, right. I mean, the the Houston Sabercats didn't even come in existence until 2017. Yeah, so. like it's, it's more recent. Like, I think there was like six teams for like the last, like at their beginning stages. And they've just expanded from there, like Colorado. Had, like Denver had like one of the bigger teams, Seattle, uh, California had like two teams, and New York had one or two. So I mean, it's just obviously the big cities, and then it just expanded out from there, and like it's starting to pick up. And I think really what really did help it was the the sevens tournament being brought over here to bring attention because Vegas sells out that stadium all the time, every year. Nice, right? Um, so uh, I think we've. <laughs> fanboyed a, a, a little bit about uh rugby uh let's let's jump back over to lacrosse uh when are you hoping to start the the first lacrosse uh team um team wise we'll probably wait about a couple of years on that and what we'll probably do next summer well the goal is next summer to at least try to get our first camp going okay and try to get like um one in May and one in July and just try to get a little stuff in the summertime going because there are a couple of um, found this out uh, about a couple of months ago Howard was on the verge of having a boys lacrosse team until funding so you know what I'm saying so it's stuff like that too that's where I also want to go with lacrosse but that'll be the thing the team probably will probably gauge the interest of getting a team based on how the tournaments and the camp stuff works itself out and if we get more kids interested and try to drop it around that time to where you don't have those well I don't play baseball and football is really not in 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 yet man then maybe they can still get some conditioning and work on some stuff by playing some lacrosse so lacrosse has always been when I grew up has been always seen like as a northern kind of like thing uh or more of a west coast northern thing why do you think it hasn't really taken off in the south like it like I think it should have like because I think it's like like it's such a great contact sport very fast paced small field and i mean there's i just think it's one of those sports that i just get very under appreciated and not really seen down here friday nights boss that that's what killed any other sport in america as far as in the south football when you have because to me like i was i think i was talking to chip about it earlier to me boys lacrosse is nothing but football and basketball combined yeah, with it's field hockey pretty much with yeah, football stuff like that. Yeah. Just, you know what I'm saying? So it's the same setup, but 
you know how the South is. If they don't see helmet shoulder pads and that oblong looking brown football, it's not football. It's not exciting. It's not going to give me the same thing. I feel that. And and even with football, if the colors don't look the way they need to look and the uniforms don't look like the uniforms they regularly see, it's still not going to be what they need. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think that's just what it is. Football is, is, is king down this way, but I really truly believe if you put football in the, I mean, if you put boys lacrosse in the spring and you get some of your top football and basketball players to go play it, and then it starts, you know what I'm saying? They start seeing that they can get scholarship, like you can get college scholarships, scholarships from this. I think lacrosse. It won't be football or basketball or soccer or nothing like that, but it will be that second tier scholarship thing that you can get where you go to a smaller school and be like, y'all play football in the fall and I play lacrosse in the spring. You know what I'm saying? It could just lead to stuff because HBCUs are slowly working their ways into uh, into the lacrosse realm. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird to me because, I mean, I, like I said, I, well, growing up in New York, and I saw like a bunch of that stuff, and I just always thought it was interesting. And I definitely didn't have the balls to play it because <laughs> I was like, man, that, that's rough. That looks getting hit with a stick, and you got to get tackled and stuff like that. And dude, do you know like the girl? The girls were less, much less equipment than the boys, but the rules are pretty much the same. Yeah. And I'm like, you trying to tell me my daughter's gonna be out here with just goggles on in the mouthpiece, and you can still hit her with the stick? Huh. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's how that works. Good old fashioned. Good old fashioned. Also, uh, just another tidbit. Uh, going back to rugby, uh, Division One uh, AA and Division Two, uh, the tournament though at Knoxville actually host. Um, two or three games out of the national tournament so for people that want to see it it's usually around in may end of may um and a lot of teams from the south are in it um lander university in georgia i mean not georgia in south carolina and life university in georgia are some of the better teams and they play um we actually have guys that play from my high school that would go to those our old high school head coach is now the head coach for lander so he's got that connection um I mean, it's just a great opportunity for kids in general. But if y'all want to see some action, that's where you got to go see every now and then. If you can make it to Knoxville, the rugby park up there, and you can see some good collegiate division. I mean, it's 1A and Division 2, but it's still high-level rugby. Heck, yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I know um, when you say the levels, I'm like, shit, that's quality. These are probably dudes who lost football scholarships or lost scholarships in other sports and picked it up in this one so that I'm pretty sure some quality athletes out there man I remember I tried out for UT's rugby team and I lost out to some like a, a Samoan dude like he was just a phenomenal player like that dude had it in his bloodline and I'm like I thought it was a good player but nah like seeing these these guys on this team like they understood the game at like a like you can literally tell, like this was what their sport is. Like they like learned it, and they're like they picked up some track dudes. I was like, yeah, man, I'm not gonna make no team out here. I'm a scrub compared to these guys, but not like high level, like Division One, Division One A, 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 and then Division Two. They, they just because the divisions are like not you know the one completely, but they're still playing at that high level. They can compete with some of these guys. It's right. great to see. And I do be watching some of that lacrosse on uh, ESPN. You when they be doing that, and they, them them dudes be hitting too. 
Man, yes. The, the the joy of my life was my daughter called me and said, hurry up, come outside, daddy, and get this stuff for me. Because I got to hurry up and get home and watch the end of the lacrosse championship game. I was like, all right. <laughs> That'll work. My child is all right. That is fine. Yes, indeed. Oh, oof. Sorry, I'm tired. I just got out of rugby practice. I'm exhausting myself. Yeah, yeah. Brag about it. <laughs> hey, it's one thing I picked it up 12 years ago. Had no idea what it was, and I've still loved it. There you go. That's all it takes is one one chance of playing it, and you and you just fall in love with it. It's like wrestling. <laughs> with Man, I'm telling you, when he told me to grab my shirt. <laughs> just fall back and once I took that first bump it was like wait a minute that didn't even hurt it didn't hurt that it didn't hurt that moment it didn't hurt at that moment but it hurt (laughs) but once nah hey but I'm not gonna lie but once hey man right up here on this shoulder boss if you just fall not I mean on that top part of your back always right there smack your hands shoot once I figured that part out and and I got backdrop so many times I was like yeah I can do this this will work so we're just fine. All right. Uh, Damon, with uh, Cover 2 Sports, are these teams going to be co-ed or are you planning uh, women and men? Um, with the the eight-man indoor, we'll start off as a men's program mm-hmm. only until I find out what we're dealing with. Okay. I, I, I have no problem with women playing tackle football. I have no problem with that whatsoever, but I'm not going to put no woman out there and get herself get hurt. I don't care how tough she is. If I, I put her out there in a situation where I feel that she can compete, then cool. But it, it, it's, it's co-ed. It's co-ed from top to bottom. Everything that we'll offer at Cover 2 Sports, it'll, it'll be co-ed, especially when we get to our flag with the kids and stuff like that in our 707. Because... I'm telling y'all, being over there, how I mean, I don't see a couple of them softball girls throw a football to us when we say, "Hey, throw that back." And I was like, "Shit, excuse my language. What, what are you doing next Friday? We need a quarterback." <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't. Uh, so, so the reason I ask is because there have been several attempts here in the city uh, at a uh, women's uh, semi-pro football team. Yeah. Uh, Talon's sister actually played on two of those teams. Uh, one dissolved and went into another, and then that team dissolved. Uh, and then she was looking to maybe go to uh, Birmingham, Atlanta, or Knoxville because they still have uh, women's semi-pro. So I know there is a um, a market for it uh, per se. Here, no. I think the most I would do as far as with women's, as far as a, a tackle football with women, yep, is probably host a tournament or try to, you know what I'm saying, probably host an exhibition game or something to see if it'll gauge interest. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I would just come flat out with, we're going to start, we're going to try what women's professional league and see where it goes from there. Because at one point in time, I think that team – she that she was playing on like they were riding for a good couple of years. Yep, I know yep. one women's Tennessee train. Yeah, yeah, that they was they was riding for a good good long time. Yeah, and maybe if that was still going on, I would probably look into it and be more of hey, 
I'm I got this non for profit. I can help y'all out. I would like to, you know, let's you know possibly sponsor a, a weekend or a, a day where it's four of the top women's semi pro teams, and y'all be the showcase team, and we play a game or something, you know, something like that. But as far as just opening up with a team, ah, probably not. Not anytime soon. Yeah, I. It, it's just something I have to throw out there, being the uh, the question guy. Yeah, I understand. Um, you know, because the whole reason that team folded was the uh, the owner uh, passed away, so they didn't have they couldn't find funding after that. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that later. Then <laughs> still interested. I'm pretty sure we can find some guys to coach them. Yeah, yeah. And that's a. Chip, uh, talking. I mean, I, I was gonna probably bring this up eventually. Like that is the thing with this cover two sports. Like, I may have my these are my ideas, but if my buddies and other people around come up with ideas, I have no problem opening and listening to it. Right Just deep down inside, cover two sports really wants to host one gigantic wrestling show. Two, I'm down. Two days. <laughs> we, we'll talk about that off air too. Oh, right now. <laughs> yes. So with your coaches or anything like that, is like is there a certain certification level or like how do you if you can if you can just sit down with me and make me believe that you understand the game, I'll hire you. I don't understand I don't do all that. I've been in I have worked for coaches who have been doing their job for twenty five years and they didn't know shit. Yeah, you said that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You took yeah. doing this that, that, that. yeah, but boss, you ain't taught me nothing and I done been here for such and such day you know what I'm saying like you haven't taught me anything you don't need unnecessary meetings you need football right thank you like this is the thing I'd be trying to some people well to get back to what Roger was saying you know you can find a guy who's a great motivator he's a car salesman you know what I'm saying and he can just you know what I'm saying he can he can get people in the building but he probably can't coach but if I put four other coaches that can coach but can't do the stuff that he can do, he's the greatest head coach in the history of football. You know what I'm saying? When he because when it comes to this, this is me. The guy that's going to be the figurehead of this, I mean the the face of this, the head coach or whatever. I don't really need him to know football, football like that because this is indoor. The rules are different. You got two guys that can be in motion. You only got three linemen. There's a box. You know what I'm saying? So this, right. I don't need you to be necessarily strategic. I just need you to be able to sell the program and motivate them guys to make sure they get their butt here every Saturday like we need them and do the things that we need to do. That's what I need you to do. Now, them other three guys right there, they understand the game. They're going to handle all that else, all the other stuff for you until you do eventually pick up. Now, I ain't finna just sit there and let you go three years in and not understand the game. Sure you are. <laughs> right. Sure you are. <laughs> First of all, some dudes, a couple of guys, like I've already interviewed a couple of guys and they thought that this was a joke. No, not a joke. They thought it was going to be like, well, you my homeboy, so I know I'm going to be straight. <clears throat> I'm looking you in your eyes. I'm like, hey, man, where's your resume? Man, you know me? Yeah. I don't think you understand. This is Cover 2 Sports Inc. This is not Damon Smith's business. I mean, this is not Damon Smith's homeboy's job. So... Where's your resume? Because I need you to know, understand it from this very, from this moment on, this is a business boss. So all that crazy stuff that you say on your Facebook and your Twitter and how you be acting all in them streets and all this other stuff. If you want to be a part of cover two sports, you want to dial that down. Mm-hmm. 
That's why I don't be on my social media no more. <laughs> and that's why we have Warren Sanders. He'll speak for me. <laughs> well, that's why be the idea look, guy. <laughs> yep. That's why if you look at my social media, it's nothing but this right here, Movement Radio. That's yeah. that's, that's what I do. Yeah. I promote my wrestling stuff and Movement Radio stuff. That's it. Like, <laughs> I really don't even really like because it's like all the bullshit going on with the world and everything like that. It's like ah, I, it, it's it. The world's already depressing enough. Like, I don't want to yeah, send yeah. out any more negative energy. You know what I mean? Try to uplift people. You know, give them something to look forward women, to and stuff. You know? There are women out here on this earth getting fat shifted from their body to their booty that we could be discussing more than be worrying about all this other shit stuff. Excuse my language twice. Uh, you ain't got to excuse your language. <laughs> BBLs, man. Anyway, let's stay on the, on the task because that could be a whole show in itself. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I have a question. Mm-hmm. It is not well. It's sports related to a point. Yes. Okay. Okay. What are your thoughts on that NXT uh, stripper wrestler chick, Nikita, uh, Nikita Lions. Lions? Why did y'all know who I was talking about? Because she's the only. <laughs> she's the only one worth talking about right now. But so let me ask you this: If she's built like. What's my girl just came back? If she was built like a stick, do they care? My thing is so so my thing is, and I've talked about this with uh Chip and Talent a lot. Now that John Laurinaitis is the head of the women's division again, he's trying to bring back the Divas era, which was a horrid time for women's wrestling because it was all about women who look good and can't wrestle. Yeah. And I get it. Women's wrestling originally came for people to have an eye candy to see during some of the shows between the men's matches. But we're at the point where some of the women wrestlers are better than the guy wrestlers, so why can't they get the respect? Yeah, they can fucking go, wow, that's funny. As soon as I said her name, she popped up on my YouTube. And, and, it's, in- and it's interesting because, I didn't mean to cut you off, Roger, but no, it's ahead, interesting because tonight on Raw, and we're ta- and this is, um, we're, we're taping this um, Monday. Uh, Monday. The uh, 16th. 16th, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, it was reported that Sasha Banks and Naomi, who are the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions, basically dropped the belts in front of John, uh, John uh, Laurinaitis and walked out on uh, on the program mid mid show, um, where they had to change the whole entire main event of the show, um, which it ended up being Oscar versus Becky Lynch, with Oscar winning, and now he, she will face Bianca Belair at Hell in a Cell for the women's title. You know what? I'm I'm okay with that because those are women that can work, right? I forgot who's she who's Belair facing. So Oscar, Oscar now. Okay. Oscar's see, but my thing is, why wouldn't Oscar be the person next in line, anyways? Because she's just returned. I don't know. Oscar must have pissed in somebody's coffee or something. Because boy, they do her dirty. Well, it's because Vince McMahon doesn't understand how people who can't speak English can still be main eventers. Hence why Andrade got literally sent back to catering. Hence why every Japanese person is a stereotype. Right. But they still... Why do people still want to go work for him? Money. The money. These people are making at least a quarter mil a guaranteed a year without merchandise. Well, I mean, there's people in AEW making seven hundred fifty thousand. 
right now a year yeah but, yeah, but those are the guys that actually get put on tv the people that are, don't get good contracts are the ones on youtube that i don't, don't know it, i don't know mjf there's been a whole lot of talk with uh him and tony khan not really seeing eye to eye with each other especially over his contract i think a lot of it had to do with the fact that you had a lot of guys from wwe that came over um you know which i found it so funny that chris jericho said you know you know we're not going to get a whole bunch of wwe guys but yet half of their roster is former wwe guys well that's the thing about wrestling the wrestling i guess the televised the sports entertainment business you have to have a name stay to get money right and when people start making a name for themselves yeah they want more money my thing is a person like mjf who started out with having a good feud with cody then got almost buried by jericho and resurfaced with cm punk and is doing this Wardlow thing that guy is literally one of the four pillars is a future wrestling main eventer no matter where he goes i believe that honestly that dude loves kayfabe great heel work makes people believe wrestling again why would you not pay him you're telling me you're going to pay chris jericho all this money to go on television and embarrass the wrestling business and be garbage but you're not going to pay a guy who takes the wrestling business extremely serious and makes people want to watch his segments are some of the highest viewed segments whether on youtube or actual live tv I agree 100%. I think what, and, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm hearing from both sides of the argument. On one side, I understand where you're coming from, where it says MJF is your highest rating draw. He's, your, he's the best heel you have in the company. Also, at the flip side of that, MJF did sign the five-year contract. And if his contract is up in 2024, you know, why bring it up now? Like, if, if you feel like, hey, you know, Maybe I feel like I I need more money because I am the one that pushes the the needle around here. Tony Khan can be like, okay, then I'll rip up your contract. I'll give you a brand new one for more money because you know, I'm, WWE does have interest in MJF. There's no doubt about it. And anytime Vince can steal a prominent star away from the competition, you know he's going to do it. Yeah, and he's going to um, have to ask for it. Yeah, he will. Um, will he overpay? I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not counting anybody's pockets, but I'm just saying. You know, because when you come in and you're bringing in guys, I mean, because think of all the ex WWE guys that came to WWE, that came to AEW after AEW was already established. Now, granted, the majority of them got released from WWE due to the pandemic releases. Uh, you know, the of the people um, for other reasons aside from just the pandemic reasons. Um, no creative has nothing for you and things of that nature. Um, but a lot of them, a lot of them. When, and then you got the guys who they just let their contracts run out. Guys like Adam Cole, uh, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish. Well, Bobby Fish got released. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, but they're making their waves all over the place in, in, in other promotions, whether it be Ring of Honor, uh, AEW, Impact Wrestling, whatever. The the thing that it's it kind of sets a precedent for maybe other guys to say, well, MJF got to restructure his contract. How come I can't restructure my contract and I'm making just as much as him? And I'm, you know, selling maybe I'm selling more merchandise than him, you know, or whatever. You know, like you get into a, a game of politics in that in that from from that standpoint, you know. My my thing is when it comes to the sports entertainment business is you gotta pay your guys that bring people to your show. I agree. And but that's what like, do you do? Do you wait until? But here's my question: Do you do you go ahead and say, 
fuck it, let me restructure your deal now? Or do we wait until 2024 to give you an even bigger deal or wait for WWE to make an offer and then, you know, try to match it or exceed it? Here's my thing. Just like just like any other sport, if you risk waiting to a guy's contract ends, you can no longer guarantee him re-signing with you no matter what, even if you offer more money. So why would you not guarantee him staying and continue building with you than risking him leaving? Oh, no, I agree. MJF leaving AEW would hurt him. I mean, honestly, I think it would. Yeah. Because he is their best homegrown talent. He's, he's the best homegrown talent that they have. I mean, him him and Darby Allen and uh, probably Wardlow. Those are the three guys. Everybody wants to say Sammy, but Sammy literally is killing his own career right now with his stupid gimmick right now or his storyline right now. Well, hell, I mean, well, let's be completely honest. Let's be completely honest. He's going to mess that up. But let's no, he's gonna mess honest. that up. <laughs> but let's be completely honest. Do uh-huh. you really see Darby Allen like walking in the next two years? I mean, with all the crazy shit that he does. But he's granted, reduced a lot of his stuff, though. He has reduced a lot of it. That's true. In his ear on that. No, I think I think what it was was him having that match with CM Punk, where CM Punk probably sat him down and told him, "Hey, we don't have to do this stuff." Because he, I think, ever since that CM Punk match, he's only had one coffin drop outside the ring. Every other time, it's been inside the ring safely. Oh, he's man, not that the, crazy ass flip he did on Jeff Hardy the other night. Oh god! Yeah, but that was that was him having his dream match with Jeff Hardy, which unfortunately, at this rate, Jeff Hardy should already have changed his wrestling style, anyways. Right. Yeah. That dude. That dude's body's so broken. Him and Matt should. I know, like they're they're the Hardy's boys. You want to see him do their flips and stuff, but guess who lasts longer? The guys that don't do the flips. <laughs> yeah. You got to change it up a little bit. Kind of goes back with the whole quarterback adage. Quarterbacks that run don't run long. Nope. RG yeah. RG three is a perfect example of that. I was gonna say Cam Newton's a perfect example of that. Yeah. Any run. running quarterback you could say is a perfect example. Well, I don't know. There were some running quarterbacks that actually did have a that good career. The, yeah, I mean you had, you know, uh Warren Moon, which he I mean, wasn't really a runner. He was, say, he don't you dare put that on Warren Moon. <laughs> <laughs> Donovan McNabb, but he wasn't. I didn't mean to say. I was. I was. I was thinking. Ten. I was thinking Tennessee Oilers instead of Houston Oilers. I was. Warren Moon was the first thing. I was thinking McNair. Yeah, McNair was built like a fucking linebacker anyway. McNair was a passer. They made him a runner. They made him a runner, but he was. He was an uh, improvising quarterback. He, his 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 legs could help him extend plays like Russell Wilson right now. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He was a huge. He was a gigantic version of Russell Wilson. I think the I think the probably the the true mobile quarterback that we all really think of is Michael Vick, but even Michael Vick changed his style after a while. Yep. yep. Well, they kind of had to. I mean, I his... no, uh, like, dude. It, but if you look at his Pittsburgh and the Jets, like the he boy, still could run. Like he, yeah, he, he could still run a little yeah. bit. He was actually sitting up in there and throwing nice passes. Yeah, he, he could always do that, but his legs was just so he was so unpredictable. You're faster than 92% of the building. Not yeah. Trailed, the building. But here's the thing. Now with how genetics and evolution and humans have grown, like everybody's fast as shit. Even linemen are. Right. So being a mobile quarterback is can be good, but I mean, Lamar Jackson ain't going to last long. Nope. No. He's getting caught by people bigger than him and getting hit hard like <laughs> well, shit, when you got a fucking defensive lineman that's 6'6 316 pounds and he can run a 4.5 like fuck yeah that's that's man <laughs> yeah. it's insane 
but, it, it is. But man. Like I said, I always want my my athletes at the peak epitome of human, you know, physique and mentality and everything. That's why I'm okay with steroids in baseball. Hit the motherfuckers the thing, out to the field. <laughs> the hell with me for every for every superstar who has gotten pop for steroids, a fucking billion double A boys have already juiced up. The, so the playing the level the playing field is plenty even at this point, you know. I mean, you can just do what Japan and China always do and breather athletes. <laughs> right. You don't tell me Sho was not bred to be a gigantic baseball player? Yeah, he was. <laughs> Yao Ming was, was bred to be a gigantic basketball player. I mean, hey, they know what they're doing. They do. Yep. Hello. All right. Uh, <clears throat> let's let's oh, let's man. jump back real quick to uh, cover two sports. Uh Anything else going on with Cover Two Sports that that you want to uh, put out into the ether as of right now? Ah, uh, no, nothing right now. Uh, that's just all we got going right now. Um, it's just, hey, welcome to the world. We cover two sports, and let's start off with this uh, indoor football program, and then lead into some seven on seven with some kids, and see where it goes from there, man. All right. Uh, any um in any social media or website that you want to um send people to right now so they can learn more about uh the Chattanooga Dragons uh and cover two sports yeah uh, right now don't up yet I don't think we have uh set up right now is the uh Chattanooga Dragons uh Facebook page and I think that's Chat Dragons A D A F L but you can just type in Chattanooga Drags and it should pop up. But that's the only thing we have right now. Our website should be completed by the end of the week. If not, it'll be there when it get there. <laughs> right now, because really right now, man, it's just about we want to make sure that when we put stuff out, it's exactly what we want to put out. We don't want to, have to put stuff out and go back and tweak it and tweak it some more. Although we know it's going to possibly happen. But that initial stuff, we want to make sure that everything that we want to get out for the moment is out. But we don't want to put too much stuff out. And ideas start disappearing to other people. You get what I'm saying? Right. right. All I'll tell you right. one thing. We are we are appreciative of this podcast interview here. Cause we love you, brother. Now we appreciate it. Hey, man, I love you back. Because listen, if y'all didn't do the interview, you know I wasn't gonna do it myself. I wasn't gonna. <laughs> I wasn't gonna pub it. It'd have been like, man, how long you been having this? Two years. Uh, if you know me. Yep. That's right. that's Amy, the thing. Amy. We gonna we gonna pub it. We gonna look when it comes around time for uh like the season to start for the Chattanooga Dragons. We probably gonna have you back on to talk about the the season and stuff like that. So you know we gonna try to keep cover two sports in the the forefront uh here at Movement Radio. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it, man. I, I really do thank y'all guys for real, man, because y'all the first ones that reached out. Y'all were one of the first ones that thank me. I mean, not thank me, but just like proud of me or whatever. So, man, I, I appreciate any and all that y'all do for Cover 2 Sports for me and my homeboy Warren. Either way, yeah. it's we awesome. De- we, we, we definitely going to shout you out on, on, the, on, the, on the episodes every week we can. <laughs> I appreciate so. it, man. Also, if you need somebody to help with making highlights or some video work for you, you know who to talk to thank you jesus because <laughs> i know i know it's hard to find people especially when it comes to production <laughs> bro who are you telling because i was already sitting here like dang i just asked these guys to be 
to, to, to be the, 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 the voices of the voice of the, the YouTube for the, the football thing. And I was like, <laughs> don't run that. Why they, I mean, I know they can do it, but I don't want to have to sit there and have them turn the knobs and chills trying to call the game. I just want them to sit down and work. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> we'll figure yeah. it all out. Man. We'll yeah. We can out. always production yeah. stuff. I can help you figure out and stuff like that and whatever you need on that side. Again, we want we want this stuff out there for people to see and enjoy. Although although for me I will have to uh, curve my uh, language because it ain't gonna take but one cool play and I'll be, be like holy shit that motherfucker's fast you okay. know like I tell you this much we don't have a problem with this shit. Uh, All right, cool, I'll do it. Probably, <laughs> listen, we probably gonna have a problem with the motherfucker. The only thing we'll just be like is as long as people are like man when we watch our games it feel like two dudes we really know just announcing the game then all right and that's exactly what we went for <laughs> i mean it can right. always be like the john john boy media those uh two australian dudes that always do like the highlight reels they swear all the time and those dudes are getting actual do real live like announcing for real sports and stuff like that now uh, so do your thing yeah <laughs> all right we just um, gotta make people enjoy it <laughs> right right number and you having fun that's it that's all how right. it goes right guy. call the right number <laughs> yeah, make sure you're having fun yeah. right all right all right uh, damon last question if you've got if there's anybody listening to this podcast that wants to try out for the chattanooga dragons what do they need to do all right i need you to go to the facebook page chattanooga dragons um, it should say Chattanooga Dragons ADAFL. Go scroll through. It should be about the third or fourth post, maybe fifth. And it should have a Google form there. Uh, fill out that Google form that goes directly to me in a spreadsheet form. I'll have all your information. I'll be reaching out to you because we're going to be starting workouts here in the next couple of weeks because the roster locks July 1st and the season starts August 13th. So, yeah, we're starting to get guys in. Well, my thing is I'm not really doing too much of a tryout. It'll be more of, hey, man, just have some workouts, and I'm going to put you through a workout, and you're probably going to pretty much work yourself out. You're going to weed yourself off the team, not me. So that's all right. So if you want to be on the team, yeah, man, you're going to have to make yourself you got to make, be on this team. You got to make the team because this is yeah. we playing. There's teams in Knoxville, teams in Atlanta, teams in uh, northern Alabama, teams in uh hugging the, the Carolina border and two teams from Southern Kentucky. So I don't know what they have. Therefore, I'm not trying to find out by being beat 70 to three. So I need you mm-hmm. your game. If you want to play football and you are willing to learn because a lot of guys don't watch arena football and this is not even the regular arena. It's arena football rules, but in arena one, you have one guy in motion in this league. You can have two guys in motion. So that means you can have a guy starting on one side motioning to the other side and the guys throwing them you know what i'm saying they crisscrossing basically so it's it's a lot to this so if you want to learn because i have no problems teaching you because you're going to represent us As a matter of fact we're the only team in the city of chattanooga so that's a really big deal that's how i look at this this could be something where we can bring a little more excitement unexpected excitement to the chattanooga area anytime we can rep the city anytime we can rep chat town we're always down to do it you know exactly that. yes uh man Again, brother, we love you. We thank you for uh, being with us tonight to uh, talk about this. And uh, yeah, you know, we, we, I'm do definitely looking forward to it. No. Uh, that being said, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into this episode tonight. Anything you guys want to else you guys want to say before we bounce out here this evening? As always, check out MovementRadio.us. That is your one-stop shop for all things Movement Radio. What about you, Roger? Anything? 
Um, you know, shout out to our sponsors, Audible, Anchor, you know, all that stuff. Right. Uh, <laughs> that being said, um, again, Sean Thompson at Thompson Personal Training, Jerry and Jennifer at the Chronic Conversations Podcast, Andrew and Sean at the Warrior Workout Network, Ivan Montanez, twitch.tv slash Unleashed Demon, all of our friends at These Ninjas Podcast, Sean Miller, we should all watch that, audible.com forward slash movement radio, uh, animegear.com forward slash movement radio, anchor.com, and uh, cover two sports. Shit, shoot, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was just I told you it was like, boy, last time I was on here, it was only da 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 and da 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 da. <laughs> nah, we we got we got we got friends now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's rolled out the. Th- it, it, it's gonna get to the point. Y'all gonna sound like this. Good night. For real, yeah. you have to do that. Speed up. Yeah. <laughs> eventually, <laughs> eventually, it's good. Eventually, it's going to end up being okay. Sponsors in the credits because I can't read all of them. Exactly. Well, you you we'll, shout out the ones that you like the most important to you. We'll literally um, have to have like sheets of paper and we'll be like sifting through. I'm like, all right, page oh one is uh, da 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 page <laughs> two, da 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 da. Hey, as long as y'all don't. Oh, not romper room back in the day. Oh my God, I see Jennifer and Jerry and all my other sponsors. There goes Cover Two Sports and okay, I'm sorry. This man brought the romper. He brought the romper. Oh man, but yeah. yes, ladies and gentlemen, again, thank you so much for all the love and support you've given us. Go check out Cover Two Sports on Facebook. Anybody who wants to try out for the team, Chattanooga Dragons, go check out. All the information is on the Facebook page. And again, man, thank you guys so much. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys. Thank you for the love and support. And we will catch you guys next time. Chip, let's hit them with the outro. Please do not leave without leaving a like, comment, share, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Make sure you follow us on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Check out the YouTube channel and subscribe. Click that bell to get notified of our latest videos. And once again, check out movementradio.us. I am Chip Hazard. I am Talon Williams. I'm Roger Sierra. And this is Movement Radio. God's plan.